Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay, cool. Um, well, yeah, we're gonna jump right into it. Uh, let's get started. Good morning, good afternoon, and good night. I'm your host, Kendall Malik, and this is the Good Music and Conversation Podcast. All right, back with another conversation for you guys. Um, we got Chris Hovers. Chris, you there? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Um, tell people a little bit about yourself, man. Tell people where you're from, what you what you uh what you do. For sure. Um, go by the name Chris Hubbers. I'm from Washington, D.C. I'm born and raised there. Um, right now I'm based in Atlanta, finishing up uh, school at uh, Emory University, and I rap, produce, and engineer. I'm also a filmmaker, and uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, we gotta get into the film thing. Um, <laughs> For sure, I, I'm gonna start off back with that, just because that's that was on the floor, uh, like on the front of my mind. Mm-hmm. Um, even having this conversation this week, yo, I I didn't know that you like put together a whole movie. You know, like I, <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't check it out. Like I was like, oh wow, like this is this is dope, and it was like a, a real thing. Like it it was really dope. What 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 gave you the um concept for that? How did that come about? Oh yeah, for sure. Um, so I was taking um a narrative. I was taking this uh, narrative filmmaking class, and mm-hmm. um, I don't even know. Th- so we we usually get like assignments on like what type of films to make or whatever. Or, like it's usually pretty much like free handed. Like it's like open. Right. You can do whatever you want, and so um, they usually try to pair us with other students, but it's so you know, the school is so rigorous that everybody's always, like, busy and shit. So I didn't really want to pair myself with anybody. So mm-hmm. I ended up just doing this whole concept of eye contact because my professor, he, I forgot what, I don't know. I think we had a class where he was, like, explaining, he was giving, like, directions on, like, uh, having one actor make another one feel uncomfortable, like he was like intimidate her or like, or you know, make her little. Like those were the directions he was giving her, and just trying gotcha. to give us better words and better language to help actors perform better. And so when he did that, he was like, he like looked at me, and it was like the weirdest. It was like the craziest <laughs> look, but it worked. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I see what you. I see how that language works now. So. Um, right. I don't know that class that day I was like okay I think I want to do something with that like I'm gonna talk about I want to do a comedic take on eye contact and how awkward mm-hmm. it can be but it's not always awkward too you can all also use it to your advantage as well exactly. so exactly so that's that's, that's what came that's uh, how that film came about which I called it not at first sight um mm-hmm. and yeah yeah Okay. Okay. Yeah. Nah. That's that's dope, man. That's dope. Uh, yeah, man. I was watching it. and I was like, wow. Like, this is a really dope concept. And not only that, did so. Did you write it? You you wrote it. Yeah. Like, that was yeah. All you. It. Yeah, yeah. Everything was me. I wrote it. Um. Directed it. Filmed it. Edited it. Uh, I did the sound. Casting. Man. Yeah. So now, obviously, that's a whole lot of work. But once you get it finished, <laughs> isn't that? Isn't that like a big accomplishment? Like, did you did you feel really great about yourself? After oh that? yeah, for sh- for sure. We had a yeah. um, we had a premiere for the class, and like, I was just like, oh, this is crazy. I just did this shit, and like, right, right. you know, it 
it was super dope. I showed a lot of people on campus and like they really enjoyed it. And I was really one thing I was really proud of was the quality because there for a long time I didn't know how to achieve yeah. that like that look, like that cinematic look. And it was literally right. like one knob that I had to change on my camera. And once I figured that out, it was the uh like the I, not the frame rate, but the um shutter speed. And mm-hmm. I changed it to a 50th. Um, and I was like, man, it just changed the whole. Changed it, it made, yeah, it changes everything. Because my, my short films used to look like like them homemade videos with like, okay. I don't I know. Yeah, no, I got <laughs> yeah. you. I'm following you. <laughs> <laughs> so, Some yeah, of this really performance. <laughs> yeah, got yeah. You. Got you. Okay. Um. Yeah, man. So, so how are you dealing with this quarantine, man? We're under a quarantine for the coronavirus. It's April twenty twenty. How are you handling this thing? They, they've. Well, well, what's what's going on? Cause you're in school right now, aren't you? Yeah. Um. It's it's been it's been kind of interesting, man. Cause like you know, I, I live off campus, but my girl who also goes to my school, she lives on campus and she has friends as well who live on campus. And so when they shut our campus down, like I had to help all of them move their stuff out. And so I'm kind of like hosting their stuff right now. And, uh, and yeah, all the classes have moved to online. Everybody's pretty much, everybody pretty much flew back home and everything. I'm still here, like near my school. Um, And I don't know. It's been it's been weird because like we have to still I I really feel like they should have just kind of gave us a pass on this shit because it's like nobody expected this to happen. Nobody saw this coming. Exactly. Like, uh, the amount of arrangements that have to be made, you know, just to yeah. people's psyche, you know what I'm saying? To, to yeah. deal with this, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's a lot to still have to maintain the A, B average. That's a lot. That's yeah. overwhelming for some people, for sure. And, and and to be honest with you, like, my whole college experience, trust me, like, it hasn't even been, like, maintaining the A, B, like, and it's and mainly because I'm a creative. Like, I, I, yeah. I've literally, like, when I first got to school, I tried to... Well, let me, let me back it up a little bit. I went to um, H.D. Woodson Senior High School. It's a public school in D.C. And I graduated valedictorian, like top of my class. Whoa, with honor, okay. everything. But okay, cool. The, the, thing, the thing is, like, that that sounds, like, really good. And I, I'm, I'm, like, proud of that stuff. But yeah. compared to a lot of other schools in the city, I knew where I stood, um, you know, just in terms of, like, competing at a school like Emory and I didn't really know about Emory until I got here really I didn't know it was kind of like considered the Harvard of the South until I got here and so um I so you you had it so what what made you apply to Emory what was what was that um I I did like so I did like 11th grade, the summer after 11th grade, I actually did the Harvard summer school program. Like I, I was fortunate to like participate in that program and take classes oh. there to experience it. And so that kind of gave me, I'm like, it's Harvard. So I'm like, okay, this is like as hard as it probably gets in terms right. of like oh. academic oh. rigor. So when I finished that and like came back, I was, I kind of got a glimpse of like, 
you know, how far behind our school was compared to other schools. Mm. And we would go to like STEM conferences and shit where like everybody else pulled up with robotics, uh, you know, their robotics club, the stuff that they were making. Our school opened up as a STEM school, but we didn't have any of that stuff to show for it because of the funding and everything. And so I went to this, um, long story short, I went to this one, uh, uh, this one event, it was like called uh, College Conversation. So you meet with, you sit down at a table with uh, a college that they assign you to. And my my colleges that I sat down with was Morehouse, Emory, and I believe Wake Forest. Oh, wow. I, I think it was Wake Forest. Um, so, all, all yeah. I studied the same thing? Um, yeah, it was it was kind of like they were all just like giving us info on the school, like trying to like convince us to come pretty much. But when I was, when I uh, sat down with the Emory table, the thing that caught my eye with Emory was their dual degree program. So I used to want to be an engineer um, mainly because I wanted to invent stuff like since I was young. Mm. Um, But as I got older, I realized that that's not really practical for that field. Like you're not just going in, creating anything, you would need a lot of funding for that, um, for stuff like that, typically. Um, and most likely, you're, you'd just be working on somebody else's project, which some of the stuff is cool. But I realized, like, the more, the older I got, I just started realizing, like, that's not where I would really, yeah, that's not where I would really thrive. Like, I have a creative mind, so I wouldn't want to be putting, like, inside of a box or anything. But that's what I was trying to do at first. So okay. when I got to Emory, I was going to do, like, uh, they have they have a dual degree program, which is pretty it was pretty young. It kind of still is early. Um, they, they haven't been doing it for too long, but it's like you do two or three years at Emory and then you do like the other the rest of your program, the rest of your undergrad at Georgia Tech. And then you get a degree, say, like I was going to do like applied physics and then get like a engineering degree at Georgia Tech. But. That shit, man, I, my school didn't prepare me for a shit like that. And had I known how much work it really would have been and how much, like, it took away from the creative aspect of it, I wouldn't even pursue it in the first place. So one of my good friends introduced me to the film and media program. And so that's kind of where I, like, I was like, I thought to myself, like, you know, I've always been into cartoons and shit, so... I think that's more my outlet and I kind of like having that creative freedom as well. So that's why I took on the film. Okay. Okay, cool. So, so now, right now your major is film. Yep. Okay. Cool. 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 Dope. Dope. So we are going to get more movies from Chris Hovis. Cause I want to part. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. sure. Most likely, um, like I, I think once I graduate school, like yeah. the mo most of the stuff I'm gonna be doing is definitely gonna be like music related. But I think I think like long term, I, I definitely wanna get into like filmmaking like down the line, like in the future, because I see I like I know what type of work goes into it now that I've done it myself like four times now, because I've made like four short films throughout my time at Emory. I've only released really? two of them. Really? Yeah. Okay. And all of them, all of them, I, I did it the same way. Like I was, it was just me and I was like producing it, writing it and everything. So, oh, okay. so kind of just understanding that process and like where I'm at with like music and everything. I, I want to do that first. 
and get into like music video. I don't know. I think Chris Hubbers is all about like my brand is really about my elevation and me helping other people elevate. So I want to kind of be like a one-stop shop for other artists. Like when they come and work with me, it's like not only can they get like a feature or beats, but like I'll do the cover art. And then like next thing you know, we'll talk about like, let's do the video. Like let's work with the concept of it and like push it all the way through. So have you always thought like that or have did that like you acquired that over time i definitely acquired that over time um <laughs> funny thing i when i first got to school i used to like my freshman year i was only making beats first one of my homies mm. um shout out to who is coast um he introduced me to like making music like he showed yeah. me his he was just showing me his music and shit and that shit was super different and so I was like, yo, I, I think I can make my own shit. Like, that's super creative. That's kind of like me inventing shit. You know right. what I'm saying? So I was playing with GarageBand on my laptop and started making beats for, like, you know, just just because. like, And I would take them to him because I knew I could trust his feedback. Mm-hmm. Um, and so freshman year, I, I actually had a... I had a hoverboard, like those little things that people used to ride around on. Yeah, and yeah. that's I use I used to use that to get around campus and shit. So okay. like that's how people would know me. They would be like, Oh, you talking about hoverboard, Chris. And so eventually <laughs> okay, cool. I actually Yeah, I actually started producing under that name. And after a while I was like talking with the homies and one of my homies, uh Dondre from New York he's from uh New York. He uh I think he's from Brooklyn, New York. Um, he uh, he was pretty much saying, like, we were just talking. I was kind of like, I don't know if I'm going to stick with that name too long. I think this is just a little local thing that people can use to identify me. But yeah, yeah, we just started yeah. playing with the concept of the name, and then it just got down to Chris Hubbard somehow. And then I started further, like, conceptualizing it as time went on, like, as I started picking up more skills and, like, developing uh-huh. more of my crafts and stuff. So Okay, dope, dope, dope. So, um, did you grow up with music in the home? Was was that? Oh uh, yeah. What you grew up? Yeah, it's, it's funny, man. Cause like, I like, I I really used to be in my own little world. Like growing up, like I used to just be in my room and like just doing the most. Like if I could just put a a camera in my room when I was younger and like show the shit I was doing, like I would like. Like, my favorite toy was, like, Legos. Like, I used to build massive oh. sets and just, like, watch cartoons all the fucking time. Yeah. I would do shit, like, I had, like, a little Fisher-Price uh, basketball court in my room, and then I had a bunk bed because my brother used to stay over. I have – I'm the middle child of seven, um, oh, wow. and so I have – yeah, I have two sisters, and then I have four brothers, but only – me and me and my second older sister, we share both parents. Okay. And then the rest of us, we all have different parents. Okay. Um, but um, are you close yeah, to all like, of them? To... Yeah, yeah, I'm real close to all of them. Okay. Well, my my older brother, we he he's a dad now. My well, all of my older my so my older brother, my two older my two sisters are older than me too. Mm-hmm. Um, they're all parents, so it's kind of like they be kind of doing their own thing. Yeah. But my my sisters are around my mom a lot. Like we share mom, and then one of my me and one of my sisters share both parents. And then my my brother, he's kind of just being a dad right now. So I I talk with him here and there. Okay. Um, but he actually he actually uh does music a little bit too. Like he plays the keys, oh. and so 
there have been times where like he played samples for me and I've sampled some of his stuff. Yeah, that that uh, sounds like it's a dope combination right there. Yeah, for sure. My my dad is also uh he plays the drums. I think he plays the drums, Mm. he plays bass a little bit. So you you come from a family of of music, of musicians and, and Yeah. Okay. Yeah, somewhat like my dad didn't used to like I feel so like my dad was in and out of my life a lot mm-hmm. like when I was younger mm-hmm. I knew he like played the drums and stuff mm-hmm. but like we like we always lived in like an apartment so I didn't I never really saw it like firsthand all the time yeah but I kind of knew like but you knew that's what had that yeah that's what he was doing somewhere yeah that's dope that's dope but yeah man I used to you know I just used to be in my room just doing like shit like like. Like I, I I did something like create a volleyball net out of the Fisher Price court in my bunk bed. I was doing like a bunch of random shit, man. And yeah, it was crazy. But whenever I came out of my room, yeah. you know, it was my mom playing music and my sister playing music. Like my mom would always play like uh I could just name a few. Like she played Maxwell, Anita Baker, um, Erica Badu, um my sister she was like super into she was like into everything like when mtv and vh1 was like super popping like she was like glued to the tv screen so whenever i came out to the living room that's all i saw like i she was like super um into like lady gaga so i used to come out into the living room and just hear shit all the time like the whole 2000s like hip-hop pop scene like yeah. R&B all that like I got a whiff of all of that I feel like everybody did I don't know how you could really miss right, it right. but I especially wasn't growing up around kid. that time yeah yeah like it was a it was a dope ass time of music it was it was such a good age like there's no way you didn't hear that right, right. Um, no but I wasn't really the type of kid that like heard something and was like like music wasn't really I was. It wasn't really on my mind at that time. Like I didn't That's hear what I was shit. Gonna be like, like, oh, let me did go. Did you think you would be yeah. a rapper then? Like, was that? Hell no, nah, man. I, bro, it's it's crazy. <laughs> like, so many people. Like, yo, I never thought you would be a rapper because, like, in school, I was always just a good kid. Like the nigga who just went to class, got good grades. Like, you know, you know that nigga did his homework. Like, right. you could go to him type shit. So, um, even in high school, like. I played basketball up until my senior year. So, like, niggas only knew me for, like, being good at school, getting scholarships and everything. Yes. And then, like, I didn't start rapping or at least, like, thinking about the idea until I was talking with one of my homies. Like, he's, like, my best friend. Mm-hmm. Uh, his name's Damani. And he used to, like, rap since, like, I know him since second grade. That's been my best friend since, like, second grade. But Dang. he used to, like, Lame niggas. Like, he used to really, like, roast people and rap at the same time. Kind of, like, battle rap. Oh, okay, bit. okay. But, um, yeah. Yeah, so I always, I was always, like, I always knew he could kind of do it. But then we started talking about it, like, uh. when we got closer to college. Like, we started talking about, like, the life of rap artists. And, like, we started talking about, like, love, attraction, a whole bunch of shit like yeah. that. And um, that's kind of how I got into it, kind of. Like, when I... I like he was talking about the idea of the whole rapping thing. Then we like I wrote a verse when we were on some field trip for a summer program, and I wrote a verse on a bus. And we was like, "Oh shit, this is crazy!" But I, 
I didn't write a verse after that for a long time. Really? Like, I was just making beats when I got to college. Yeah. Okay. okay. It wasn't until it wasn't until I like tried to get other people on my beats, uh, like the other the other people I got introduced to in college. I used to try to like get them on my beats because they were like really good with music. Yeah. But I just could tell like the shit just wasn't hitting. So eventually I was just like, all right, fuck it. I gotta like. I'm gonna rap on my shit. Like, ain't nobody fucking with it. I'm yeah, exactly. I got you. If nobody else is gonna do it, I'm gonna show y'all what's up. Got you. Yeah, got you. Okay, okay, cool, cool. Nah, that's dope. That's dope, man. Um, so. All right, guys, I want to pause the conversation really quick and talk to you guys about Spotify. Spotify is the leading streaming platform in the industry. I mean, everything from podcasts to playlists to unsigned artists. Spotify has it. All right. Spotify is available on your Apple Store or your Google Play Store app. Just go there, type in Spotify in the search bar, download it, and get unlimited access to all your streaming necessities. All right. Like I said, all the podcasts that you like, like the Joe Budden podcast, the Guys Next Door podcast, the Brilliant Idiots podcast, the Good Music and Conversation podcast, uh, all your artists from the Jay-Z's to the Victor Rashad's to the uh, Kendrick Lamar's to the Kendall Malik's to uh, the Malik Andre's. I mean, you name it, Spotify has it. All right. So go to your app store right now and download Spotify. All right. It's free. It's free. Once again, it's free. Download Spotify now. Are you like a, a, a like a big R&B fan? Not per- um, not particularly. Like I feel like I'm a bigger hip hop fan than anything okay. else. Okay. Like, but that's not to say that I don't listen to other types of music. Like I sometimes I just go down other rabbit holes that are just like God. I'll listen to like some shit that I've never heard before, like some electronic shit. Yeah. Um, and. I don't know. Like, I, I I really like um the Colors show on YouTube because they just give you, like, a vast array of artists, and they're all different. Yeah, just doing um, that thing. Yeah, that's yeah. dope. Nah. So, I, I asked the question because you did a whole project, and I just had Zell on the <laughs> podcast, too. He was talking to me about the project you guys did, and it's a great project, by the way. But Appreciate I just want to know. I know Zell be on the singing shit, but I just just wanted to know, like, what made y'all go into an R and B route with this? Like, this man y'all was talking to the ladies the whole time. What was what's that, man? All I'm gonna say is that man Zell is like, I don't know. Like, I've never you you like. You can't work with everybody the same. Like, you don't work with everybody the same way. It's just certain people you really click with. Like, and it's weird because it's like you could be cool with people. Like, my homie since, like, second grade, me and him, we click. And when we get in the studio, like, when we do get in the studio, it's like, oh, we making shit like that. There's other homies, like, for example, like, the ones who I met, like, when I got to college. I haven't, well, you would think I've, I've been around them long enough to be like, you know, all right, bet, let's work, let's do this, but we haven't, like, I've been in the studio with them in certain cases, and, like, we don't mesh that well. Like, our our sounds, our styles, our workflow doesn't, you know, click like that, but Zell is, like, 
Zell is like the connector, like mm. both in terms of like connecting people together and also ideas. Like Zell is the one who like really yeah. so I'm gonna break it down. This was the actual story of it. So my homie uh Mo is is uh most of the guy, he um oh, okay. I met him through a family uh-huh. member. And so when one of my so my cousin's uh baby dad, her her baby's father uh adrian he was telling me like yo speak with my homie mo about you know the music shit i know you do it i know you've been on your shit whatever like he just need like some motivation or whatever and so i started talking with mo i met him at my aunt's house like this random ass day over the summer last summer he just happened to come with, he came I, with you with the baby's father yeah he just happened yeah okay. he just happened okay. to be there and so i'm like all right cool like we just topping it up. i'm like yeah bro like like, cause he was like, he's a good writer, but he just needs somebody to like really push him to mm-hmm. do it. And I'm like, bro, I have the whole setup. I can like, you know, yeah. help you get this, this shit going. So <laughs> yeah, we can do this pretty much. So long story short, um, and you know, it even goes back to uh, what you were saying. It's not even about the money. Like I wasn't trying to charge him or mm-hmm. anything. Like it's really like the, the music, the vibe that I wanted right. to reach. So I didn't talk, I didn't mention anything about money. I was like, yeah, bro. You was, happy, you was happy and to so, get it done. Oh, you was happy just to be a part of yeah. doing it. Gotcha. Exactly. So long story short, off the strength of just me working with Mo, I met Zell. And because it was because Zell was interviewing Mo and he was like, he was like, yo, you trying to do this interview with me? And I'm like, yeah, that's like my first ever oh. interview. So I'm like, hell yeah, like that's dope. Let's go. And so through him, I meet Zell and like all of the other homies. Like, and then through Zell, I come back. I'm I'm in Atlanta this whole time. Mind you, I've just been at Emory this whole time. I haven't really like branched mm-hmm. out because work school be all crazy. I'll be working like multiple jobs on campus. Yeah. And so it wasn't until I met Zell that like then I met everybody else. Right. And I'm like, oh shit, like this this whole crazy network of people been here. But when we were making uh, Mo's EP, I, I executive produced his EP. It's called The Black Tape Volume 1. I made, f- I think I produced four out of the six the songs that were on there. And then I recorded, yeah, I, re- I recorded, mixed, and mastered the whole thing, too. Nice. So Okay. Um, man, you, you yeah. a hell of a guy, man. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate it, man. Man. So, so, yeah, like, when we were doing yeah. that, Every session Zell pulled up, he would just stay after. He was like, everybody, like, Mo would do his session. He would record the songs he had to record for the day, and then everybody would dip. Zell would, like, wait till after because he was getting, like, a ride home. And he was, like, he'd just be like, yo, like, play some, you got some other beats or whatever? Like, play some beats. And, like, I lied to you not, every single thing I played off of my hard drive, I didn't play anything like, I feel like everything I played was everything that you heard on Love These uh, Days, like on our EP, because every single one, he was like, wait, what's that? And around the time I was doing this Instagram challenge where I was telling people like, yo, just comment what type of beat you want me to make and I'm going to mm. make it. And I was just sampling all this weird shit people was recommending me. They were naming like shows I've never seen before, anime shows I've never seen before. And so I was just doing all this right, crazy shit right. and... And then, and some of those beats were actually from like before I even met Mo. Like, That's what it, he was it were saying. Beats from he like, was saying they was like old yeah. beats, and I was like, man, they sound so like good. Like 2017. Like, you know, you, know you, you got, got me in no. Man.
you know, you know. No, you got me. You know, you got me. You know, got me. You know, you know. You know, you got me. You know, got me. You know, you know. You know that you got me, I swear with my love for you, nothing can stop it I know what your love for me, you could top it Every day when I talk you the topic, I really love you I ain't on that nonsense, I just want your whole world to make sense I know the world is full of the fake shit You so real to me, so I'll take it, uh And I love how we dating, uh Let me take you skating, uh New journeys, new places, we tight like shoelaces, uh And I love our pacing, uh Ain't nobody racing, ain't nobody chasing Living our lives while staying adjacent, but you know you got me, you know, got me, you know, you know. You know you got me, you know, got me, you know, you know. You know you got me, you know, got me, you know, you know. You know you got me, you know, got me, you know, you know. You know you got me. You know you trust me. You trust me. You know you love me. Love me. Only God above me. God. You know you got me. You, got me. you know you trust me. Trust me. You know you love me. Love. Only God above me. God. And you know. You know you know. You know you know. You know you know. You know. And you know. You know you know. You know you know. You know. You know you got me. You know. Got me, you know, you know. You know, you got me, you know. Got me, you know, you know. You know, you got me, you know. Got me, you know, you know. You know, you got me, you know. Got me, you know, you know. Chris Hubbs. A.E. You know, you know. You know, you know, you know. You know. Chris Hovers. Hovers. A E. A. You know, you know. You know. Chris Hovers. Hovers. A E. A. You know, you know. You know. Chris Hovers. Uh. A E. A. You know, you know. You know. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it was. It was like stuff from like 2017, man, like 2017, 18, where like, you know, I'd be making beats. Sometimes I'd just be running yeah. through them. Like, I'll just make a bunch of loops that like kind of like, like give you the core idea of the song before I arrange it and everything. I'll yeah. just save it and just move on to the next beat. So like in my hard drive, I have like two hard drives with like one with my film stuff and then one with my music stuff, but it has a backup of all of my old shit so it's like a library of shit, man it's so much stuff that it's like i don't even i don't know i'm hoping and praying that i can get through it all in this lifetime Damn. at this point because yeah, every single thing i did i i uh, saved it because there was something i heard and felt in that ever, loop do you ever just and go so, back and just click through them yourself and just like hell yeah man and it'd be like It'd be crazy. It'd be so crazy. But I'm in school, so I'd be like, it's, man, so, it's been so many times where I'm like, yo, I want to just fucking quit this shit and just go right. all in. Because I have the catalog. Right. I have the catalog to just do it. I have the tools and everything. But I, I'm also a Gates Millennium Scholar, too. So, like, all my shit is paid for. And so it's kind of like... Wait, wait, wait. So, I'm also so like, your schooling is paid for? 
Yeah. Wow. Gates. So what what do you have again? What is that? Yeah. The Gates. Gates Bill Gates Millen uh, the Gates Millennium Scholarship funded by the Bill wow. Melinda Gates Foundation. So you're really like a smart guy. Like you're a real nerd on like like not in the not in the negative <laughs> gateway type of <laughs> thing, but like you're nah, really yeah, intelligent. Like, you're really smart. Like you know shit. Something like that. Like, yeah. Like like I'm saying, I'm I would have never gotten a scholarship from Bill Gates. That's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> like I didn't even know that. But you know, I went like where I went to high school. That we had this thing called DC CAP, which stands for like DC College Access Program. So they would like put us on to all these different college prep programs, and like they would let us know, like they would make announcements on like college application deadlines throughout the school, uh, like scholarship deadlines, and like that's a whole lifetime I could talk about before yeah. I even got to college. Like, it's so many stories with that, like. I, I through like through all of that I like got to meet Obama. I got to meet like Magic Johnson, Amar Rashad. Wow. Um I got to meet Adam Silver, the commissioner of the NBA. Like I've I've like done some stuff before I got to college that kind of like made me stick with the academics because like my yeah, like yeah. It, it's yeah, a whole yeah, nother exactly. It's a, it like, was, a, it was a different motivator. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah. And so it's kind of like I got to this point now where I'm like, ah, I, I can't like I can't throw all that away because one, I'm like one of the only people from my family to ever really get to this yeah. level or do it yeah, on this yeah. level. So that and and I got three younger brothers who really need an example and three and some other younger siblings too to like really set the example for. So if I can at least set and that, and that's not to say I place all my value in college because I've definitely like come to my senses on this shit on like how you you really just got to work it it's really about your perspective and it's not always everything isn't always yeah, what it yeah. seems so um but i i understand it as in terms of my younger siblings that like even if i could just set that as the norm like okay we at yeah, least we do, do college yeah. then it's like at least they get at least they can have the the mindset to say you know i'm gonna get out of my current situation or like you know where i was raised and go expand my horizon right. elsewhere go further Fact. Um, Fact. yeah Fact. nah that's dope man that's really dope um yeah man I... but no to answer your question about the whole r&b thing though like that just man that just happened like zell heard those beats and he has such a good ear for mm. everything like he hears he he, he he the suggestions he makes in the studio is just like I don't know. Like there have been so many times at first where I'm like, I'm like, are you sure? Cause like I, I don't make right. those suggestions. Like I never right. go those routes. And then I'm like, all right, let me just fucking try right. it. Cause it just feel right. <laughs> and and that's what happened. Like we made we ended up making that. And I was just like, yo, this is I never expected wow. to make shit. Like and now that's it's dope. It's dope. Really. And and hearing you in those different pockets on there, I'm I'm not going front. I was I was thoroughly impressed with the project from you guys i was like oh wow this this Thank is you, a man. dope project for real for real that shit was crazy i will say like one of my favorite mm. songs though is church slash liquor store by saba featuring uh no name and saba he was like he's like a chicago artist yeah, he was featured on I, yeah yeah i, I like haven't gotten into the saba bag though like i've I've heard him briefly. Yeah. I haven't even really listened listened to him. He's he, he's dope. He's a rapper, right? 
Okay. Yeah, he's a rapper. Roddy Rich too. I, I think Roddy Rich is like I could easy, I could say that that's like the box is like easily Dope. one of my favorite songs. Dope. Like that's, I asked, I asked just easy. to see just like what's your what's your musical palette? What 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 like when you thought about rapping, who did you like look up to and say like you know what I want I want to be like them in the, in the industry or or I like these rappers mm-hmm. like who who was your um, influences growing up? And like, I de- like I don't mm-hmm. know. When I think of rap, I have no choice but to hear, like, Pac, Biggie, Jay Z, Nas. Oh, like oh. those names come to my head off rip. Like those are just yeah, like yeah. some of the gods in hip hop. You know what I'm saying? Um, but around the time I was producing and kind of getting into it, I was listening to Kanye. Um, like a lot of a lot of the people that I was really listening to was like Kanye. I was listening to Logic, but I was really inspired by like the beats, not really mm-hmm. as much of the rapping. Um, Mick Jenkins, he's one of like he's like one of my I'll I'll consider him like one of my favorite rappers yeah, right now Mick, too because he's Mick dope. is nice. Mick um, is nice. Uh, yeah, Mick that is Waters nice. album <laughs> when I heard that Waters mixtape that he had out, yeah. Yeah, that was that yeah, was nice, yeah. man. Yeah, he he's he's dope. He's from Chicago too, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. That whole Midwest, that whole Midwest, like him, uh, Saba, No Name, Smino, like they're hard. Like all of them are hard. Um, who else was I listening to? I was listening to Big Sean. Um. Hmm. Who else, man? So many. There's so many people though. Like I can't even like really name, but I'll 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 say like I get I pull a lot of my inspiration from like the older like folks, and not even to say that like I've always been like that. Like yeah, like and it's only because they've laid so much of the foundation. Like I like going back listening to like Mob Deep, like Shook Mm. Ones, and um, you know, just hearing different flows like that because that. Like yeah, those beats yeah. back then, th- I, like whenever I hear those beats, I feel like I like freestyling too. Like I really oh, like freestyling real. a lot. So like sometimes, like when I hear yeah. those, yeah, like when I hear those beats, that's like that's like I don't know. Like I feel it's something that I feel where I'm like, oh yeah, I'm ready. Yeah, like I'm hungry. Yeah. Like let's you, go. You hear the hunger and, in the beat. Yeah. It, yeah. Yeah. And it's it's like those like those people really inspire me like the ones who give me like that mm. gritty feeling of hip hop and where it really originated. Um, Pharrell has definitely influenced like his his sound yeah. is just crazy. Um, it's it's so many people, man. Right, I can name. Right. I can no, go on. That's and good. On that's about good. So that's good. Um, yeah, man. It, it's when I when I think about rap and when to be honest with you. Like when I think about, cause I I don't really make beats, but when I think about, mm-hmm. I guess the type of beats that I like, um, mm-hmm. man, I would have to go with Pharrell to be honest with you. Uh, and and I just mean that across yeah. the board. Just when I I mean it's either Pharrell or, um, yeah, it would have to be Pharrell. You know what I'm saying? Like just the way his beats sound and the Neptunes. Mm-hmm. The Neptune. I say Pharrell and Timberland. Tim Pharrell and Timberland are like 
Yeah, yeah, they're like the top, top of the top. Like, like, yeah. So when when we talk about like wanted to rap though, like it was only one person. Like Jay Z ultimately was the only person that made me want to rap. Like I remember not being able to like watch rap videos and shit like that. My mom's had me heavy on like wow. the R and B, and that's not really like had me on it. That's just all that she was listening to and shit like that. And I remember she walked yeah. in on me watching a big pimping video. She was like, yo, you know you're not supposed to be watching <laughs> the videos. I was like, yo, chill. She was like, nah, who, who is this? Who you watching or whatever? And I was like, it's, it's Jay-Z. And she was like, oh, it's Jay-Z? Oh, you can watch it. He, he's cool. And from and from that moment on, <laughs> yeah. though, like, it wasn't even about the video. It was just like. Him like oh Jay Z's the past like all right cool I'm trying yeah. to be like Jay Z now and um yeah man it just took it yeah. took on a life of its own from there even like after that moment I didn't start writing music immediately like maybe some months after that I probably like wrote my first rhyme type shit so yeah man it's it's, yeah. it's dope um I guess I guess for me then it would be Kanye because like. Even like when I when I decided to like start rapping over my beats, it was because of Kanye. Like I, I like I had already heard right. so much of Kanye's music, mm-hmm. like his really good music. And for a long time, I didn't really know how much of it yeah. he was behind in terms of like production and everything. So I was like, oh, okay. Like, and so I really like became obsessed with that, like the whole gotcha. producer rapper gotcha. complex. See. Man, Vic, you know Vic, man. Vic, Vic could tell you, dog, for the last 10 years, he's yeah. been telling me to make a beat. And it's just been the hardest thing. <laughs> it's been, yeah, man. It's been yeah. the hardest thing yeah. for me to get done. But but I see y'all making these beats, man. And I've even told Vic this on, on a number of occasions. Um, he's just expanded himself Um so much with it like he's done so much over the years that just makes you yeah, and, and, and I and I'm sure that you could like say this for yourself just you know listening to your own beats but just like how I can see that I've grown you know in, in rap and in, in my metaphors and my flows I can grown in the yeah. beats and, and just his placements and the sounding of it it's just it's just mm-hmm. dope to hear, dog. And honestly, when I hear your beats, I think the same thing. Like, dang, dog. Like when when Zell was telling me those were old beats, I was like, wow, old beats. Like, what do you mean? It's like, what? <laughs> I thought he just picked that up. Like, it sounds like it's fresh. It sounds like it's hot out of the oven. So, so, um, yeah, man. Like, I, I just yeah. Yeah, your work ethic is crazy. You know what I'm saying? To just know that you've done the film, knowing knowing that you do the beats, knowing that you do all the music, like it's it's crazy. It's definitely like inspiring to see, man. I, I always tell I t- I tip my hat to to guys like you, Vic, you know, G, even like who just like mix and master and you know do everything from top to bottom. Like man, yeah. y'all y'all to y'all to go to this shit for real, for real. Like y'all yeah. really are the, like the. DIYs of our generation, you know what I'm saying, that need to be mentioned with, along with the Russes. You, yeah. you dig what I'm saying? Just because, like, y'all really doing it. Like, yeah, like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, 
Um, talk talk about what you got going on right now, man. I know we in the quarantine, so it ain't much we got going moving on outside. But, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, talk, talk. Right. Yeah. So I'm I'm uh I'm like I'm I'm working on this project that has it, it has not been produced for me uh, by me not okay. not one okay. beat actually. So this um this producer named Charlie J Beat. Shout out to Charlie. He um mm. he's from the UK. And he's he he found me on I think he found me on SoundCloud and he was like, yo, I really I really like your sound. Like, I think we would do some dope shit together. Like, here's a whole beat pack untagged for free. If you use any of these, just tag me, just mention me in the in the credits. And I'm like, nice, why would nice. I not? Like, hell yeah. Like, this is this is I'm honored. Like you sending me a, 11 untagged beats. And not only that. I play through them and they're all yeah. like cohesive. Like I, I sequenced them. I had to like sequence them a little bit, but they all play like a full project. And so I was like, you know what? I'm going to do a whole project to this shit. Yeah. And I think this will be my first project. And, and technically I had already started my own project. Like, like when I had like, so, so far out right now, I have like a bunch of singles and I have like Is one that- personal EP of mine. Right after I did that, I didn't mean to cut you off. Uh, but is that done purposely, like a plan behind that, or you were just kind of creating and going, you know, just releasing as you go? So at first, like the first song I ever dropped was like a Uber Everywhere okay, okay. freestyle. I did that, um, and then I dropped, I dropped this. I want to say I dropped like one more song after that to this beat that I made. Um, and then I dropped the EP in like 20, all this is like in 2017, I think something like that. Like all, all of this is like 2017. And, uh, right after that EP, I was like, yo, I might as well just like start working on a, I don't know why I was thinking this, but I I think it was because I, since I was producing my own stuff, I was like, well, why not? Like who can really like tell me what to do with my own art if it's me creating it? So I was going straight to project mode. Like I was like. I want to make some dope ass shit like Kanye's Life of Pablo album. Mm. I really like the beats on there. And I was like, I want to make some shit that sounds that makes me feel how that shit made me feel like it. I yeah, hadn't yeah. heard beats like yeah. that ever. Like, I, I don't think any beats ever okay. really caught okay. my ear like those did. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to start making some shit. Oh, also Travis Scott, too. Shout out to Travis Scott. Okay. I like him a lot, too. And, um, I think the his project, the Birds in a Trap, McKnight Sing, I think that's what it's called. Some of those beats really inspired me too. So when I heard, I was hearing all that kind of like around the same time, I think, and I started making my own project. So technically, I have a whole project that I produced, engineered, wrote all that. That's like in just the vault chilling. that has yet to come out, <laughs> and I'm also writing. Just chilling. <laughs> yeah, just chilling. <laughs> Literally, just chilling. And I, you know, it's crazy because the thing yeah. that held me back from doing it was really school. Like I was like really trying to get it out, but it, I was also still growing. Like I was right. still learning how to mix and master. So I'm kind of happy yeah. it didn't come out yet because like right. now I can go back and really exactly. like make it sound really good. But it was like a combination of school and like I had a couple people featuring on it who weren't like coming through at the time but i really want those people on there so i'm like all right it's gonna happen just not right now and so charlie j comes along and i'm like wow this is perfect timing 
Um, but I, I was getting frustrated a lot though. Like I was damn near like <laughs> damn near I started a whole nother like I was like, okay, maybe mm-hmm. I was trying to go too fast and not do a mixtape. So I started producing uh-huh. a whole mixtape. And I was just going through yeah, a bunch of yeah. songs on the tape. So I have, I kind of have that sitting too, where it's just like a bunch of beats I made. And, yeah, um, you just yeah, ready. You got ammo. Yeah. You ready. <laughs> you ready. Yeah, man. That, yeah. That's, that's dope, man. That's dope. Um, it's always, it's always dope finding creatives that are like-minded with you, especially when they have like, the same heart as you, you know what I'm saying? Like when when people just do things yeah. off the strength, like yo, look, you you rapper here, I got some beats, yeah, do what you can with it, you know what I'm saying? Like that's a that's a solid look because you know who knows you could you could run off and then not not pay this man for his beats, you know he doesn't know that, you know what I'm saying? And, and of course that's not the person that you are, but just for him right. taking that, he's taking a big risk just as much as right. you're taking the risk, you know even paying his beats anymore you know what i'm saying maybe those beats aren't the one you know what i'm saying so it's just right. it's so many different things that that make that a connection between you guys special you know what i'm saying which is i'm dope. i really want to hear hear what you come up with because i hearing hearing the different songs that you you come on and how you come on those songs like yeah i ain't gonna front man like you you one of my favorite kind of new rappers coming up, like, and and I don't say that because I know you. I say that because I actually like kind of listen to your shit. You feel me? Like your own playlist. You feel me? So because be Damn, because of that, you, like, when when your shit does come on, I'm like, yo, he did he did go off of that shit, yo. Like, <laughs> hold on, he really is killing shit right now. Hold on, let me run that back. Hold yeah. on, like, that really happens. You know what I'm saying? So I, I really. And I pay attention to those yeah. moments where it's real. You know what I'm saying? So, like, when I first heard the Black song, and I was like, you know what? Let me let me yeah. run that back one more time. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Let me, let me, hear, let me hear what he was talking <laughs> yeah. about. Man. So, it's just really dope, man. Um, yeah, man. So, I wanted to not get out of here without asking you this one question. What's Kanye's favorite album? I mean, best in your opinion. Oh, Kanye's best album. Uh, to be honest, I don't know, man. Cause and I, I say that truthfully, like I don't know because, like I said, I, I never was the kid to really hear something. Like I heard, I, I'm pretty sure yeah. I can play through any of those albums and and recognize a lot of the music. But I just wasn't the kid to hear their music. And be like, oh, so let you me go wasn't check out the this album. album. So you was more, so it you, probably was. You was like really, bro. I was just like, I was just like an open, like, God, bro. I was just passing through the world, bro. Like, I was just trying to like consuming everything and like just just absorbing everything, bro. I'm, I was always just like an observant kid and just quiet I and did. just like that's. I just kept moving. Like, I was never the one to. I don't know. Yeah. I feel like I observe a lot more than okay. I try to like dive into shit. And like it wasn't until now that I've like learned these different skills and like really understood the value of these different things like music, film and everything that I really like now I feel like I feel the urge gotcha. to like dive gotcha. deep into it. 
but I'm in school now at the same time, so yeah. it's kind of like ah, like I'm still juggling. Kinda that kid yeah, yeah, for sure. No, I get it. I in. get it totally, man. I, yeah. I just I walked into this podcast but, um, thinking yeah. that we were gonna have some like big debates on like music that you have studied because I took you to be this guy. I'm not gonna lie. I yeah, took you nah. to be this guy that just like nah, studied. Man, just... The greats, and not that you don't know what you're talking about, not at all. Nope, you know what nope. I'm saying? But just to, uh, I just picture you right. to be, you know, one of those guys, one of those hip hop nerds, kind of, you know? Man, I'm gonna I'm say it like this like, growing up, bro, I was the, I was never the guy to talk about sports. I was never the guy to like, all my friends, they could tell you everybody's like, yeah. average points, average rebounds, average everything. Like, and I just never was that guy. I was around it. But, like, I was just never that guy. I would literally just be there in the midst of the conversation, just hearing everybody say it. And whole time, like, my mind is just wandering. Like, it's there. Like, I'm there presently. Like, I'm physically present, but, like, my mind is just On a million different things at once. Wherever it was going. (laughs) Yeah. That's dope, dope, man. That's dope, man. Um, Yeah, man. We we had a great conversation, man. Still more to get into, to be honest sure. with you. There's a bunch of things I could talk to you about. Um, but more episodes to come. Um, we're definitely going to have you back on the podcast, man. Um, I-, I thank you, my brother, for taking time That's out sure. today, at night. Talk to me. I know it's like a little tricky with the scheduling in the beginning, but we got it done. Um, so I, I definitely want to thank you with everything and let the people know yeah, sure, they man. can follow you where uh, they can hear your music at. I know you on all the DSPs, so just let them know. Run it down. Let them know. Yeah. Uh. 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 Lately, I've been working with a lot of people, a lot of artists, and I see the growth. I can't wait till we could do a toast for going double platinum, selling out some shows. A lot of people want their wrist froze, others want their case closed. Huh. I'm giving my family more. When I get funds, we all up on the seashore, watching the waves while I pave the way. And Chris Hubbard comes to save the day. Music make me feel like a superhero. I'm trying to ball, but staying patient like I'm at the free throw. <laughs> and there he go, doing the most Spitting heat till we get bread, that's the toast But the bling, I'm trying to buy me a boat First keep my family afloat Way too clean like we soaked up, not doped up But the life we gon' be living gon' be dope, bruh Keep the hopes up high Yeah, we still rationalize Still gotta maintain the basic supplies That they deprive us of Uh, they feed us lies, not love All this commotion, we don't know the ties above Fancy distractions, wearing suits and ties, some gloves They chauffeur around our attention with highs from drugs Someone is Feeding the addicts, please hide the plug Somewhere up in the attic, disguised in dust Someone gotta believe it, please find the trust For far too many reasons, these times for us To stop all of the bleeding, please find the cut And drape that shit all over and design the plush Smoke away all of the paint with weed, find the cush But roll that shit in the back, please find the bus All of these messages that we trying to push Is all for you to go and seek the kind of good The type that'll have us all feeling kind of good But first we all gotta have it understood That the way we think we gotta be mindful of The same things that really ain't designed for us We gotta be more active and be kind to us Maybe that way then we can all refine the love Damn. Chris Hubbs I did it again Yes sir
Yeah, you can find me anywhere if you search up Chris Hovers. That's H O V E R S. Um, I'm on all streaming platforms. Uh, you can find me on Instagram, Chris Hovers underscore. Um, Twitter is Chris underscore Hovers. If you search Chris Hovers, I should pop all that. Should pop, Google me, all my social bitch. media, YouTube, everything. So, yeah. <laughs> Google, yeah, like the music still pop up. I think I'm not. I might be yeah. the only. I think I'm the only one. I should be the only all one. All right, my man. So. Uh, well, as all, thank you once again for joining the conversation. This has been another great episode of the Good Music and Conversation podcast. Good morning, good afternoon, and good night. Peace, people. We out.